0: Hello everybody, we are going live for Tuesday Talks. Today we have an amazing person called James, uh, James Wiley. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correct. If not, apologies. I'm sure you will correct me when you join. Now, James is a uh, experienced certified professional coach uh, and certified mastermind executive coach. James is uh, assisting uh, everybody in discovering or rediscovering uh, you so yourself Uh, the main joy in this professional uh, is simply taking and helping uh, everybody out there with uh, to achieve self-actualization to experience that epiphany to make your life more fulfilling that's what is written on his website so i might have not said it correctly but i'm sure uh, james will fill us in i can see you there james let me uh invite you over Hi Hi, James, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, how are you today, Sharon?
0: <laughs> I am fantastic. Thank you very much uh, for taking the time out for uh, Tuesday Talks. Um, My I've pleasure. Done a, I've done a short introduction for you already, um, but you know, you're the best person to expand onto that uh, and do it a bit more justice. So let us know who you are and what do you do? And the biggest question that will also start this conversation will be you know why do you do it james
1: <laughs> absolutely first of all you did uh, uh pronounce my name correctly and I, and so you, you, thank you for that you know in there uh but okay yeah um well um uh, my background uh, well first of all it's just an interesting story i mean people are looking at me and they say oh James Wiley. Uh, he looks Asian. So, how do you have a, a na- last name like Wiley? You know, in there, which is kind of more English, kind of like you know, Anglo type of name, and which is the which is a common question that I ask a lot of times. You know, and and been asked a lot of times. And and the reason is, is because actually, I'm a full-blooded, uh, 100% uh, pedigree uh, Korean. Uh, I was born in, but I was born in New York. Uh, my, fa- my Both my parents are were, uh, were full-blooded, uh, um, you know, Koreans. Uh, my father was a member of the U.S. Army. And his name was, his Korean name was actually Sun Young Lee. And if you look at the initials, it was S-Y Lee. And so uh, it, the story goes that on roll call from the Army, uh, the sergeant would call out Wiley. And I think maybe there was another Lee in the outfit or whatever. And so my father decided to adopt that name and he changed the spelling and that's how we came up with Wiley in there. But, you know, for those who are thinking that I'm a fake Asian, I'm really, I, I'm I'm sure I'm black here, so I'm good, you know? <laughs> so, oh, wow, yeah. that
0: that's an amazing and interesting story. I love that. Thank you for sharing this.
1: <laughs> no problem, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people get a kick out of that. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, my story, yeah, um, like I said, I was born in New York, uh, I was born and raised there, lived there for about 18 years, and then went off to college, and then uh, I became a chemi, chemical engineer, uh, uh, my undergraduate degree, and ba- uh, got a bachelor's there, uh, and uh, the reason I became an engineer actually is because, you know, when I, when I was growing up, one of the things I always liked to do was play with models. Uh, and I always had sort of a a kind of a building mindset when I was growing you know so I like to put things together and model boats model airplanes and all that so that kind of carried me over in my life you know as I was growing up so uh, obviously I became a chemical engineer uh, and then I decided that hey yeah I like to build and then I became a project engineer so I actually got into the mode of really building an actual chemical plant, which was like, wow, you know, in there. Uh, and, and that was a lot of fun. But one of the aspects when you're a project engineer is that <clears throat> one of the things you have to go through is you actually build a small scale model of the chemical plant. And the, the reason they do that, obviously, is become, it's a very visual type of representation of the plant. And as a as people as you're building this thing and you see this all the time and like whenever they have model buildings or you know they put like a, a a plant city in the future you see the actual models in there and they do that so that you can actually get a true 3d perspective in there so 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 that was that was the fun part of this i actually saw that model and we actually built the plan to the way the model had, had depicted it and it was a lot of fun in there so so that was kind of my extension of my uh, love for modeling, and then later on in my engineering career, I I got involved with uh, kind of like process troubleshooting, and there I actually got involved with mathematical modeling of the plant of the process in there. So it's able to sit there and actually predict how the plant will operate. So I was involved with that in there, and again, uh, it it comes back to my childhood days of you know playing around with models and all this in there. So. So why am I even explaining all this? It's because, uh, you know, eventually, you know, I, you know, of course, just to continue with the story, and I'll get back to the modeling thing, but to continue with my story, I ended up getting an MBA. Uh, I, I ended up getting into marketing. I got into sales. I became a global key account manager. And finally, I retired two years ago from my company after working in the chemical industry for 40 years. In there. Uh, so, and then uh, about maybe 10 years ago, I, I uh, got involved with, uh, you know, uh, doing some teaching at a university. So I taught that. I taught actually uh, marketing uh, at an undergraduate level, and I did that part-time. Uh, you know, this is, and then I decided I also wanted to write a book. So I decided to write a book in there. And then I decided, well, hey, coaching, that's great. I would love to do it because I, do a lot of men- I did a lot of mentoring when I was, you know, with my company in there. And I love working with people, especially young people coming up. And I wanted to mentor them. And, you know, that, that gave me a lot of joy in there. So uh, I decided that, you know, I want to do that. Well, you know, about six, seven years ago, obviously doing all this stuff, teaching, you know, writing a book, uh, coaching, and then doing my full-time job, something had to give, you know. And I said, yeah, I'm just killing myself. So I ended up kind of quitting coaching for a while in there. So, you know, I decided, yeah, that's going to be put on the back burner until I retire. So, um, so getting back to the modeling aspect, the book that I'm, I wrote is called "Life Imitates Science," it's kind of a takeoff of "Life Imitates Art." Okay, uh, it's a book that I had published on uh, Amazon, on, on, and it's you know it's available on Kindle. You know, and uh, basically what I did was, you know, the whole modeling perspective. I decided that, hey, you know, I, you know, obviously I had a very scientific background in there. Can we somehow help people through the coaching process visualize using scientific principles as a way for them to gain some perspective, okay? And and when you get down to it, what is coaching, really? You know, life coaching, business coaching, any type of coaching. It's to help you gain a perspective as to where you are. And then maybe if you're kind of maybe stuck in this mode, just to help you get out of it. And that's really what coaching is all about. So I kind of felt that if you can take, you know, principles of science, like, for instance, my first chapter is all about homeostasis. You know, it's very natural for a man or a woman. You know, you know, I want to be gender neutral here, uh, is that they uh, you know, they want to be in their comfort zone. It's natural with human beings. You know, you know, why would you not be want to be in your comfort zone? OK. And but because of that, you know, you encounter a thing called inertia. So that, you know, you're always going along at the same pace as the way you're going in your life. And then the only way that you're going to kind of break out of this is to break the inertia. In there. Okay. So uh, so that's the whole modeling concept kind of was born into or actually evolved into writing this book. And in this book, there are 10 principles that I lay out in there. Okay. So again, that is the reason why to me, as I go through my coaching practice, uh, I want to kind of lay out that, hey, you know. You know, I want to kind of not pigeonhole you, but maybe kind of frame your current perspective, you know, and kind of base it on some of the scientific principles that I came up with in there. Uh, one of them, actually, my last chapter of my book is called Stress. You know, it's funny. My first chapter is about being in your comfort zone. But in my last chapter, we're talking about stress in there, right? And, and my point being is that stress is not necessarily a bad. We all go through it. But the only way that you're really going to be able to move forward with your life is to be able to handle that, right? And one of the examples that I give is that uh, whenever you fabricate a piece of machinery or equipment, what they do is, uh, because it, it gets exposed to many different types of temperature fluctuations, okay, like a bridge or whatever, what they'll do is they'll take that piece of fabricated steel, put it into a, a really hot oven and give it what they call a stress relief, okay? And the stress relief basically says, okay, we heat this thing up, and then we slowly cool it down so that when it's finally finished, when you put it out in your field, it can handle all sorts of environment, okay, in there. And that's sort of like my my thinking in that, yeah, you go through stress, that's not a bad thing, all right? It's a matter, okay, how can you handle it? So those are one of the principles that I lay out whenever I coach clients in there, okay? So, uh, and one of the examples I put in my book is that, you know, my daughter, she wanted to learn to play tennis. Uh, she wanted to be really good at it. Uh, she started out when she was eight years old. Uh, we got her to do a lot of instructions. But I realized, too, that, man, instructions are good. Drills are good. But you really can't test your game until you really go out there and play against somebody. So I signed up for up with a whole bunch of tournaments in there. And the first five tournaments, she got absolutely killed. And at, at one point, she was crying about the whole thing, whether she should continue and I said, no, this is part of the learning process. You, know, you Hang in there because eventually you're going to get better. She got so much better that she eventually got a scholarship in college. So that, you know, that's what an example that I use whenever I, you know, I go through it in terms of how people should deal with stress, you know. Yeah, I mean, there are bad stress moments. Sure, absolutely. You know, in there. I'm, I'm not trying to mitigate that by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm saying that how can you channel that, you know, and then be able to move forward with your life? that's really what i push. so I,
0: I i love i love i love this that you shared you know uh and the 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 last part of of the stress and channeling it uh, it is i i'm in all of as well cuz i've not heard it before in terms of how you can use stress as we all go through it you know that and, and as you already elaborated you know there's good uh, stress and bad stress but it's I think, in a way, if you are reframing it, most of right. them will become good stress anyway, because with stress comes growth because you're gonna grow yourself out, out of that stress right you're gonna push yourself uh, as you shared the story of your daughter uh with the with the tennis just when the stress came along, you have to continue why stay there exactly. right continue and then right. you, you you have the choice of right leaving it go back to your comfort zone or maybe just stay there, go back to your uh, right. sessions of practice, right? Or like, i just keep practicing one day, I'll be ready. Uh, right. Or throw yourself in there and, and and, and you know, get or come, come on the other side. It's quite strange because today I actually came across uh, a, a writing that I was just, I don't read a lot because uh, I have now just uh, audio versions of everything. Uh, okay. Just, just, just to be a bit more uh, time effective for me. Um, mm-hmm. But it was uh, somewhere it just caught my eye. And it it's actually said, whatever, if you want to learn swimming, throw yourself at the deep end first. You know, everybody goes in, uh, goes in while they want to learn anything. They tiptoe to it. You learn, they test the waters. They want to see how the temperature is. They want mm-hmm. to see if I can go further down. Can I swim it? And when they see nothing is working, they just come out of it and leave it. Right, but if you've been thrown into a deep end, you're gonna tr- the survival mode kicks in. You wanna save yourself, and in that moment, you're gonna learn how you are able to maybe not swim perfectly, but you know how to balance yourself in that water, and then you will finally will come out of the shallow end, knowing mm-hmm. how to do everything that you need to do to come out of that stress moment that you just had. And that just came in my mind when when you just shared that story. So <laughs> wow, thank you very much for 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 sharing this. But you know, so whilst you were doing all this, what was the driver behind it? Behind this all, the energy. Obviously, you had your uh, highs and lows, like everybody, I'm sure. Uh, what kept you going at your lowest points? Similar to uh, where you you had to give up or something.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean. I wouldn't say maybe it's my low point, uh, but I think I realized at that moment too that, you know, there's so much I can handle because obviously, you know, uh, especially coaching, because uh, what I found out was as I was going through this process was that, uh, you know, I could not effectively coach somebody
0: while I'm worrying about
1: my job, you know, because, and again, I mean, I could literally call somebody from when I'm in Germany or if I'm in Shanghai or whatever in there. And, and try to get prepared for it. Number one, the jet lag just killed me on number one. But number two, it's just that hey, I didn't properly prepare to you know to deal with my clients. So I'm shortchanging them. And I, I just mm. uh, if, if I can't do this well, I'm not going to do it at all. Okay. And I didn't say I was going to give up. I'm just saying I'm putting this on the back burner. And and again, it's just a matter of just being realistic with myself as to what I can or cannot handle. Uh, in fact, one of my chapters of my book is called Archimedes' Principle. And, of course, you know, uh, the whole idea of that is that uh, a body will displace the amount of water that in terms of the volume that it has in there. okay, uh, And then you will remain afloat depending on the density of the body that's actually floating. So if the density of the body exceeds the density of the water, you're going to sink in there. Right? So think about a container ship okay, versus a small boat. All right. Mm-hmm. If you put a container on a small boat, you just increase its density. Boom! It's going to sink. You put it on a large container ship, and then you put it there. Not a problem because its density has not decreased at all in here. And that's what happened with me. I was, I wouldn't say I was a small boat. Maybe I was a middle-sized boat. But all of a sudden now, I'm starting to take on containers on me, and now I'm feeling the sinking feeling in here. And that's why I said, ah, I got to get rid of some of these containers that's kind of bogging me down. So, uh, so that, that that's really what it was. I mean, and that's how I dealt with it, you know. And truthfully, two years ago when I retired, you know, I thought about, you know, first of all, I took a year off. I said, do I really want to get back into coaching? You know, so I really had to go through some soul searching about that. And I decided, well, okay, let me think about it. So, I did some other stuff, you know. You know, I always wanted to learn how to code, you know, uh, try to learn Python, you know, things like that. So I did a little bit of that, but then I realized, too, you know, okay, that's great, but what am I going to do? I'm not going to create a video game. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I learned the basics, and that was fun, but then I started to realize that, you know what I really miss was the interaction with people, and I said, you know, I, I would love to just get back and somehow do that, and then, okay, so, well, Jim, ha, stupid, duh, you can get back into coaching, you know, in here, so, uh, and that's what I'm doing. So in the last nine months in here, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get back into the game, and, Interestingly enough, and you know, and uh, it's funny because when I coached, or when I did coach, a lot of business clients back when, uh, you know, if we talk about a marketing campaign, or you know, trying to increase your business, all right. So the first question I ask is, all right, what is the benefit that you're offering, or what is the solutions that you're offering, you know, with your product, you know, with your services, you know, uh, and I've come kind of to realize that with my current coaching practice. You know, I haven't fully defined that, you know, so now I'm going through, I'm, you know, you know, even for me, you know, as they say, doctors make the worst patients, you know, mm-hmm. uh, coaches, you know, make the worst, you know, coaching clients. And I had to sit back and be realistic. I said, let me, let's look at this and let me see that. What am I doing wrong? Okay. And then, and then I finally started to realize, yeah, I need to tailor this. I need to fix that, you know, and there, I did work with a coach myself uh, and she was wonderful and she kind of gave me some really new, fresh perspective. So again, for all those people who are coaches out there, definitely get a coach for yourself. I mean, it does help quite a bit in there. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's getting back into the game. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it's kind of a pain that you got to go through marketing, self-marketing, self-promotion, and all that. But hey, that's that's part of the game. You know, that's what I bought into when I got back into the. That's okay. All right, that's that's just something that you, you know, you got you got to learn to live with. You know, it's like. Like, if you're going to be a good pro tennis player, you got to go out and practice, right? Even though you hate to do that sometimes, right? (laughs) The only way you maintain yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's 100%, 100%. If you want to be good at anything, you have to practice. Practice is the key. Uh, You know, there's a saying, you know, isn't it practice makes perfect? But I do disagree a little bit there. Practice, Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes you better. And then you continue practicing, to get you get even better and better and better so right. you are i mean i don't know if uh, whoever wants to be perfect but you you're never perfect because <laughs> you are always learning because there's always somebody out there who is better than you and i love that you shared that you know uh, and how i took that was even coaches need coaches because yes yeah. uh, there are always pivotal moments or things that we as ourselves don't know yeah. and there is somebody else who has done that journey and is able to help us uh, and is there forte. So even coaches need coaches. It's, it's an example of, uh, let's say even, uh, for example, the fitness coach who is teaching you how to be fit right. has a coach themselves to keep right. them fit, right? right? You might not see right. them with them every time, but yes. they started with another coach who made them fit and probably still works on and off with that person that got them fit. And now he's teaching you to be, or she, is teaching you to be uh, fit right, uh, that so correct. that has uh, even coaches. I have coaches as well. I, I love, I love that you shared there. Um, and you've you've got an amazing journey of an understanding of all these concepts. Uh, I think it's just to do with your background of uh, so many projects that you've handled and and traveled to all these places. Uh, that I think, as an average person, we <laughs> do not notice. And uh, I love the fact that you elaborate things and make it so easy to understand because you are relating it to an experience that you've already had or an understanding of making it a little bit easier for uh, us to understand uh, as a you know, like I'll say an average person to know what, 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 what they're going through. Because I, I, I believe 100% that, you know, the only time we have blockages or Places where or crossroads. It's only the time when we've reached to a level, because only things that we knew uh-huh. has just got us there. Right? right now, now there's a point. Right? Okay, we need new set of tools, new set of uh, learning, th- learning processes, new sort of processes, whatever it is. We need something new to now continue going further. I love cars. So I, I always go back to the cars. It's like car. Right? You're driving a car. It has certain amount of uh, fuel or gas, as they call it in states, right? So fuel and gas right. in there. It right. will take right. you to a certain amount of distance, miles, kilometers, right? And after that, you will need to refill it. And this Correct. is exactly what we are going through as well. Whatever we're learning now will get us to a certain degrees, Unfortunately, it doesn't come, come with any instructions that it tells us that, okay, after five years, you need to re- reset yourself and learn more. So that, will depend, on your, that, that will depend on your journey and, and how you are progressing. You know, if, you, if you're the one who like to enjoy your scenic journey, you know, it takes pit stops and looks at the scenery, you know, looks at it. So it right. might take you a little bit longer, but, or, or you're the one who just like, okay, I know this and I'm going to continue, continue, continue like I am. If I'm going on a long journey, I do not take any stops because I'd rather be at the journey and then enjoy the place. Uh, If there, you know, if there is something nice and I'll get the people who are with me to notice like, oh, look, look at these places because I am being uh, observant of what's happening around me. So that's how my journey would be. So, but I want to get to the destination and then see what more I need to now enjoy this journey or um, do I need some more tools to continue the journey because obviously we we do not know what the end destination is. We might, we have a goal to reach one, right? Right. But by the time we reached near, we have another destination that we would love to reach by that time. Right. So we are always, always evolving. So in that car, we are always driving uh, to a destination. So maybe reach one and then you take a stop, and evaluate yourself back again. That's what I was uh, hearing from, from your conversation that it was coming through to me. And I I love this. So um, do do you think I heard correct, right? Oh yeah.
1: No, no, no. You're absolutely right. No, that is it. I mean, and, and that's the way my life has always been. It's always, you know, I take that journey, but then I always say, all right, what's the next journey? And I actually even start to think about that before my current journey is ending in there. So, you know, I'm always trying to look ahead, you know, in here, uh, uh I, I maybe that was because I was trained as an engineer because as a especially if you're a project engineer, you know you always have to think about the next step you know or even two steps down in here, and that kind of stuck with me you know uh you know you know uh which is which is fine I mean and that's why my wife and i we make a perfect pair because she doesn't think that way, so i I think that way in there, and then you know we we compliment she's very artistic, she's very much now at the moment, you know me I'm kind of like looking down the road and here, in there. And yeah, I mean, it works out. I mean, we've been married for 45 years, so. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: I, exactly. So it's like you're, you're on the driving seat and she's the passenger with you. She's letting you know what's happening now whilst you're driving, right. you know? So it's getting, and you're like, oh, wow, fantastic. I love this. Thank you for keep telling me. Maybe draw the stuff that you're seeing, you know, as, exactly. a, as, 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 as a metaphor. And then we will reach to a destination. But while we're reaching to a destination, we are nearby let's take a let's let's take a stop here i think i right. want to actually enjoy this oh you said this there's a nice waterfall that you just noticed right yeah. let me stop here now and then i will see how far we need to go more uh, or yeah. we just stop here for a while right it's your decision uh, and I, and i love that um, is is there anything that you uh, obviously uh, with this wonderful journey that you're on um uh-huh. What's the, what's the, what's the best thing that you do? Is that something, well, some people like to call it ritual. Some people like to call it r- routine. Uh-huh. It's, all, it's all the same for me. So is that something that you follow, uh, which has stuck by, or are you still in the process of finding that? Cause a lot of people are still finding that.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, uh, do I have a routine or a ritual? No. Um, I have a, I have an understanding, I think of myself in that when I retired, even prior to me retiring, you know, because when you think about it, retirement it's sort of like, well, you know, you go along and you work for a company for X amount of years, and then, you know, you, you've got the daily pressures and everything that goes with it, you know? And then all of a sudden that stops, you know? All of a sudden it comes to a screeching halt. And there are valleys and then there are peaks that you go through when you were working. Okay, so that all that emotion you don't necessarily have and, and and again getting back to my uh my original premise earlier on that you know stress is a good thing you know and i said that you know what I, I, not that i want to put stress on myself but i want to challenge myself you know only because i want to keep my mental you know capacity always at its peak in here you know and i think maybe you can call it fear but one of the problem or the fears that I had in retirement is that I don't want my mind to go stale. My mind is a muscle, you know, and you need to keep working at that, you know, in here. So that's why, you know, I said that, yeah, I mean, coaching trying to get back into this thing. is going to be a real challenge, but that's okay. I mean, to me, it's, it's, you know, obviously there's a goal, you know, because I want to build my business up. All right? But it's also the journey, you know, it's, it's just going through this thing, you know, and I think that's a lot of fun. You know, I, you know, I look at it that way. Okay. Now, I'm I, I'm one of the few people probably are very fortunate that you know is saying that. Okay. You know, a lot of people get into, into coaching is because it's going to be their livelihood. Okay. I'm not saying it's going to be my livelihood, but I'm doing it for another reason. It's because yeah, I want to just want to keep myself sharp. I I want to interact with people. I want to, I love to work with people. And I, to me, the high would be the client telling me that really appreciate working with you, Jim. You know, you did me one okay, and that's what I'm looking for. i mean I look for more for that than that, to actually getting paid you know honestly yeah. and to me that's that's why i do this
0: yeah. well that, that's that's actually you know uh, very rare and, and as you said you know few very very few people out there who are out there just to uh how i how I put it as to serve uh and give back so you're pretty much at a at a point that you are now, giving back, yeah, uh, you know, because uh, I, as I, I I always think of that, when you're in your work environment, all the things you are doing is just because you want to take, right? You're like, right, I'll I'll give you my, uh, what can I take from here? What can I take from here? Okay, uh, right. business is going to give me these, give me that. I'll just turn up, obviously, put in my hours, and then right. I will get that for that return. Now you are in the phase of, okay, I, I'll just want to give. right? What can I give you? Okay. Uh, whether that is my time whether that's my wisdom whether that's my support uh, and i and i love it. that's 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 amazing right there's there's very few people who 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 are out there that, uh, that have said this and you're you're one uh, one of the few here now and it's amazing so people if they want to connect with you you know they, they can reach out to you here I, I i believe and what's your website you have a website as well
1: yeah, it's called theepiphanyexperience.com. Okay, uh, it's it's a long word. I get it. You know, in there, but it's theepiphanyexperience.com. In there, yeah, to ch- pick up my website. I have a couple of little surveys you can take on there. You know, you, in most coaches, you'll see that they have you develop the wheel of life. You know, and I have a couple of those. I have one for for you know your uh, for your life situation. I also have one for business in there. So you can take both of them. They're free. Know, in there but you know it, it's a it's a good way for you to gain your current perspective and uh you know it's just it's basically a snapshot of where you are today It doesn't necessarily mean that's what's going to happen you know all for mm-hmm. the rest of your life but uh, and you know if we, uh, if when we get into a, a coaching situation i can start off by using that It says, oh okay yeah all right you need more balance in your, in your life situation in here uh you know what's holding you back and it's just it's how we start off in there as well so Awesome. It, it's fun, yeah. Now I uh, uh like I said I enjoy doing this and uh and the people that I work with and uh, you know and again the whole process and you know even this whole mind valley thing that uh you know that you know uh that you and I connected on earlier on uh yes. it, it, yeah, it's a learning process for us, you know, for me and I love that, you know.
0: De- definitely definitely. I mean as I as I said earlier, you know, you you are always learning. Uh if you th- you know, I, I'm I don't, I should say it here anyway. I mean, if you think you you know everything, you know, uh, good on you because right. uh, you know <laughs> yeah. but there's I don't. There's nobody out there who knows everything because you're, you're the the. Let's let's use the example of technology. The the technology in the past five years uh, has grown so fast. Uh, the the expansion that's happened in the technology in the last right. five years. It's right. worth. It's worth actually a decade worth of uh, uh, expansion that's happened. You know the development that's happened usually is taking them that long time. Right. But in the last five years, everything has like skyrocketed, right? Accelerated. Yeah. Exa- <laughs> yes, it's accelerated. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. Accelerated. Yeah. That is a it, it's it's accelerated a decade worth of technology that is you know uh, has uplifted in there, you know, is is it's modified. It's, it's there. And for you to be with those things, if you're just seeing that everything else around us is, is evolving, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, um, I was in, I was in Tallinn for the weekend and over there, they're they are testing out already, uh, uh driverless buses, ah, you know, right. they are testing it already driverless buses. And they were saying, you know, if you come across, don't worry about it. It will stop. Uh, so it's, it's not taking any passengers. It's just like going around the town yeah. and cities uh, on the road practicing. And they already had those um, drone robots on the floor. So delivering pizzas, uh, yeah. you know, uh, so they, it will come to a crossroads, stops crosses road and everything. And I was like, wow, you know, uh, it's 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 a different situation here. So imagine now trying to adapt to that right oh and, i know You oh, know, yeah. you, you have to that that's that's already a big shift in your mindset you know oh. uh so which which brings a question to me because i'm big on mindset as well because i you mentioned it already because you want to stay sharp and you you want to exercise <laughs> that muscle because uh, everybody forgets that that particular muscle which is your brain which is your mind uh, and and don't do anything they will do everything uh on on the on the planet earth which is available to look good to to be slim or whatever that is you know right. have a, whatever they want to to project out there but exactly. to do all, how i see it to do all that you need to work in here and Absolutely. have once you have work in here everything will will take its form because we have the power with our mind to make anything that we want to make right the chair that i'm sitting on you're sitting on it was right. someone's, someone's, right. you know, concept, creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. concept yeah. of creation in their mind yeah. first. They were like, oh, this is be something nice to sit on. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know what they, where they sit on before that, maybe a, uh, a floor or a rock, right? right. <laughs> uh, but then somebody like, oh, how about creating a stool? We'll just lift it up. Sure. Then, you yeah. know, from that stool, like you went to a chair and all that, right? But right. it was someone's concept, creation, thought, uh, and then they pursued it and brought it out. And pretty much doing that, we can use that on our life as well. If you think of yourself as an amazing tennis player, uh, an amazing swimmer, whatever that is, yeah, you will come through challenges. But that mindset that you've said to yourself that this is how I should be at the end of this journey.
1: Exactly. It
0: it will flourish. And obviously, you know, you you will grow more. But you will see that growth suddenly start happening after you've gone through those challenges. Would you, Would you agree with that?
1: Oh, absolutely! No, absolutely! Yeah, no, that that that's exactly right. Yeah, the, you know, the, you know, the challenges. Sure, it it just you know forces you to get better and better and better. You know, but you got to have the attitude that if you have, you know, down moment, low point, you know, you you know, all of a sudden something just didn't work out. You know, you can't let that discourage you just got to keep plowing you know in there uh there's a there's a, a one of my favorite lines is from the last well uh, it's not the last well in the rock uh, rocky you know the rocky series right you know mm-hmm. i live i live near philadelphia so we're big on rock right? <laughs> you know in there right you know he came out of you know the funny the joke is that you know uh, the the biggest hero in philadelphia is not even real you know <laughs> <laughs> So, which is, which is Rocky Balboa. So, in the movie Rocky Balboa, he has a has a moment in there which really caught my attention. And he's and I said that is so true. And basically, he's having a conversation with his son. His son is trying to convince him not to go back into the ring and fight, mm. you know. And and then he says, "No, but I want to do that." He says, "Well, you you don't know what you're doing to me, you know." As because his son was kind of living off his father's fame, you know. And so. Rocky looks at his son and says, look, you know, nobody said life was easy, all right? Uh, and, you know, it, it, they're going to make, they're going to push you down, you know? Life's going to push you down, right? And the secret to winning is that you can hit and you can hit hard, but you got to learn to take a hit. And when you take a hit and you get knocked down, you get back up again and you hit back at them. And that's what winning is all about, you know. And and I, I said, Wow, that's a great line. That's that's a great moment in that movie in there. And, and and I think that I think if we can have that mentality for everybody, you know, I think we'll see a lot more people with better attitudes, with better perspectives as they move forward in there, you know. And uh, and you know, it's funny because sometimes when I deal with a client, business client, you know they'll you know they're they're looking at hiring somebody for a particular position and and I said though this one this one interviewee he had a great attitude but his CV wasn't maybe up to snuff you know and then I'm looking at another candidate whose CV is just you know way out of sight but I couldn't get the right vibe out of him when I was talking to him you know They say the question is who do I hire in there I said mm. it's easy you hire the first one why. He has the best attitude. All right. So his CV's not up to snuff. People can learn. You know, you can teach him. And if he has the attitude of learning, then that's the guy you want to hire in there. All right. Uh, You know, a great example also is uh, Terrell Owens was a wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. He was one of the most talented wide receivers out there. All right. Actually, got them to the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, The following year, he was let go. Why? Because he had a bad attitude. All right, they, you know, mm. as talented as he was, uh, as much as he's a really helped the team, but but because he was such a poison in the locker room, they had to let him go. All right. So I mean, choices are all. Yeah. You don't go yeah. for the obvious. That's that's how I you know that's how I coach these clients. And as it turns out, the guy turned out really well. So <laughs> that that's actually that's
0: actually very wonderful that you know the, how how you shared this as well. So that, it's It's amazing. It's the, it's the options and. It's choices, and I do say to everybody that I have also spoken with is yeah, everybody has choices. You know, when when uh, when I hear somebody say to me uh, or, or or mention that oh I did I didn't have any choice, well uh-huh. you 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 had the choice to decide you didn't have a choice as well, <laughs> right? right? Because you know you just right. said I didn't have a choice. How do you know you did not have a choice, right? Very true. Then right. you know. Did you exhaust every situation that you you, you had with, you know, it's, it's, it's a, the choice comes from your decision-making, uh, right. what you're deciding, right? Uh, that just means you ran you ran out of your decision-making skill uh, pretty right. much. Uh, I'm not saying that you didn't have any decision-making skills, but you were exhausting it to the point you were like, okay, let me go back to my comfort zone because that was actually better. And that's where you had no choice after that
1: choice. That's the
0: way the choice is. Right. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not saying that Netflix is bad, you know, yet from time to time I watch it as well. Uh, We, we all need to like de-stress any way that helps you, you know, or distract ourselves somehow, but then becomes a choice, right? Oh, do you continue watching it all night or you just wind yourself down and then get back up and do what you need to do. right? Right. Oh no. And some people say i ha- I had no choice, right? So I was so tired, I just started watching Netflix and then I continued watching. No, that was your choice. that was not that you didn't have no choice. that was your That's choice, right. right That's right you know, so you yeah. just have to be authentic to yourself right? exactly. in terms of be be real what right. you're deciding if nothing wrong with you know hanging out with friends, going out, partying, you know you can do right. all that stuff. The choice right. comes in uh when it gets time to go home we we need to go home and get on what we need to do what we need to that, do right you decided true. to hang out longer you decided it's not like oh everybody forced me into a peer pressure i had no choice well yeah. peer pressure was always there but you decided to <laughs> give into that peer pressure right <laughs> but that i'm not saying i'm i'm yeah. also i'm not you know i'm not saying that there are some people who give into peer pressure uh, are unable to decide but it's it's the case of taking charge of your life. I always say, you know, like live life by design. And what I've been hearing from you is, is an am- amazing design there already, you know, because you're already analytical. You're, you're already two steps ahead of what, what's going to, you know, thinking of what's going to happen. And it comes, I think, I think it comes from the roles we uh, we've taken. Cause in my role, I am a forecaster. Um, uh, you know, I will forecast what's happening right. to a cu- current project uh, right. and also forecast, <laughs> If anything goes wrong, what we should be looking at, who we need to contact, right? If, if the right. project has a 10-year lifespan, I need to start forecasting at six months, what will happen? Half a year, you know, full year, year, three months, quarters, what will happen you know, if this doesn't go wrong? So I'm also right. forecasting that. And then if a sales team involved in this, so I'm then forecasting or projecting how much they should achieve in that time. Right. And then people will have that as a baseline. I'm not saying that will happen 100%. Right, but it's a forecast, so, and then we will uh, use that as a baseline, uh, which then comes to my personal life. I'm, I'm forecasting my life, so I'm living my life by design. I've designed a, a blueprint of my life, uh-huh. and I am building that. You know it's a blueprint, my window's going to be here, my door's going to be here, electrical sockets yeah. will go there. Uh, right. But when it comes to doing it, it might not happen 100 percent that way, but at least I have a foundation for that blueprint that I've created and I'm building on that foundation. And one day it will be a nice home to live in. Right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Actually one of the chapters in my book is called the uh, ideal state. uh, And then there's the not so ideal state. Okay. And like one of the things that as a, you know, as a coach, I ask my clients is that, all right, uh, where do you picture whether yourself or your business to be, in a couple of years, you know, and, you know, they'll say, oh, this or that, you know, and I said, okay, that is your ideal state that you're going to be in in about two years, or, you know, either for you or for your business, okay, uh, all right, now, what is preventing you from achieving that state, okay, and so th- there's a section in my book called competing reactions, so there's always something that's going in there that prevents it from having you achieve the perfect ideal state, okay, in there, all right. So that's when we hone in on, all right, well, what are these competing reactions? And how do we deal with that, you know? And then one of the things, you know, we talk about is like buffer, you know, when you put a buffer in, it means that, uh, just to give you an example of what a buffer is, is that, you know, did you ever try to stream in something on your computer, but it takes so long. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you see that little message come up buffering in there. Well, that's what it is. The, the, the data is coming in so much more than what the computer can handle that, it, that they, when they try to, you know, the buffer adds as a way to filter it out, to stream it in on a more steadier basis in there. And that, and that's the whole like the concept of buffering works with an individual in that as they're dealing with their whatever, distractions or, you know, something that's preventing you from achieving what you have to do, then, you know, you put a buffer in there. And I would say that, like, for for example, if there's an executive. I say, you have an administrative system, right? And I say, yeah. So why don't you have this person you know, screen all your calls or screen whatever requests are being made, and then you know, give, empower them to put them in the right pecking order for you for you to deal with. That's a buffer right there. So therefore, that you're not always overwhelmed from every little task that has to pop up that you have to deal with. In, in, okay, so uh, so you know, the, the, pretty much that's how I you know I work with my clients in terms of trying to say that, all right, the, the, you're you're getting frustrated because you can't get there. But why aren't you getting there and then let's work on that okay and then, so you know that, that that's you know, like an example that mm-hmm. i
0: i i love this i love this and i i will most likely use this as uh as a title of the episode you know uh why aren't you getting there uh because yeah. i think think that's that's the, cool. uh, that's what i am hearing throughout the conversation that we just had is you know why aren't you getting there with with what's available to you you know and, and we, we talked about it, you know, what what's your challenge? Why, where, what tools do you now need? or these tools that you had have got you here now. What tools do you now need to expand and continue going where, wherever right. that goal is, right? And I love this. Um, we will be um, um, ending this uh, shortly now. Uh, sure. And, you know, uh, thank you very much for, for such an amazing shares and everything that you've been sharing. Uh, before we end this, um, uh-huh. what would you like to share with all our uh, viewers currently here now and uh, listeners uh, when this will turn into a podcast?
1: Oh, uh, well, uh, I, I certainly hope that whoever is listening in on this, And first of all, by the way, Sajan, thank you very much for inviting me onto this thing. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, I really appreciate this, uh, this platform that you allow me to you know, express myself on. Uh, but yeah, for people who are listening, uh, I hope you get a feel for the type of person or more importantly, the type of coach, uh, that I could be. And, you know, uh, maybe, you know, it maybe give you maybe a different perspective on maybe talk to other coaches, but I'm, you know, my perspective is maybe, maybe a little different in there. And, you know, hopefully maybe that's something that might interest you enough that we can, you know, certainly, uh, maybe engage you know sometime down the road in here, uh, Certainly, uh, even if you have a question, uh, like I said before, my website is the epiphanyexperience.com. You can drop me a message. I have my uh, email address on there and I answer everybody. I mean, it, it does You don't. I don't have to be paid to answer anything on that <laughs> one, but don't worry about that. In there. Like, like I said earlier, the joy is in helping people out. That's really my, my satisfaction. My that's all really I have to say.
0: That is that is amazing, right, Thank you very much, and definitely anybody who is watching now, or listening later, or watching this later as well, uh, you know, you just def- you definitely need to connect uh, and follow James. You know, uh, and ask questions. I'm I'm sure you love interacting with everybody, so you will answer the questions. So ask ask fire away. You know, you never know if you are, you know, in in a pivotal moment and you need that extra tool that you're thinking. Yeah. What that is, James, the man to 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 reach out to that. But as as you are called the uh, what was it, the epiphany
1: experience
0: experience. So yeah. why should, why not leave it with a epiphany moment that people can go away with?
1: Ah, okay. Um, one of my chapters is called state function. It's called you know you, you could be you want to reach a certain state. Like I said earlier, the ideal state. The challenge is finding the right path to get to that state. All right. There, an example, going from New York to Pittsburgh, you can drive, you can fly, you can walk, you could be on the Starship Enterprise and beam up from New York and beam down to Pittsburgh. Many ways to get there, but let's pick the right path for you. Okay? And th- that's what I want to leave with everybody.
0: on that. Amazing. Thank you very much, uh, James. Everybody who has been uh, watching this or listening to this, if you had any, uh, you know, aha moment or inspirational uh, moment or spark, uh, I'm keen on if you had a spark or, you know, uh, or a thought that occurred in your mind, you know, like, oh, you know, we shouldn't keep that with us or uh, uh, at all. Um, tag that person or that it popped in your mind. Or if you had a spark, just share this episode with someone, uh, you know, because we don't know Who's woken up or gone to bed thinking of a better day, and if you have that spark, it might ignite that spark in them as well, and that spark is what starts the engine, and might start the engine in uh, or all the light bulb. So it's, it's a spark that lights the bulb up first, uh, and then the lights has you know then they shine. So. That's what can can be created if you had that spark moment. So be somebody else's spark and share the episode with them. We shouldn't keep this with us and share the inspiration with others as well if you found yourself inspired. Um, Thank you very much, James, for for your time. Uh, And thank you very much, everybody else as well. We will see you next Tuesday again with uh, another amazing person as well.
1: Thank you. Take care. Stay safe, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye.